Samachem at Aleph, about 12 lines down, first line is Nakuf, right in the middle of that line is Amar Rava, and from here to the Mishnah, Rava is going to give three stages of development um, in a child from the time they're born till they reach Barbas Mitzvah, and actually maybe one extra one, um, and, and what different uh, halachas apply. So Amar Rava, Gimel Midais Bekatan. There's three different stages and uh, typical kids' development. Uh, here's the first. Number one. When you can give a child Svarvizarkai Egois Vinitle. You give him sort of like a kinda of look like a hazelnut type of rock. He takes it, he's a rock, he just throws it, and you give him the nut though, and he'll keep it. That's a level of intelligence that he can Zaikalaatsmay. If uh, he himself has the ability to acquire something, uh, even though he uh, might Daraisa not, he, he, we give him that ability, but not to act on behalf of somebody else to acquire something. Kama. And when we're dealing specifically with a little girl, I squiggle underlined, Ukanegdan, Beketano, when you have a little girl of that stage, that is the age at which she is old enough to be Mitkadeshet Lemiun. Mitkadeshet Lemiun. Okay, she's considered old enough that she would keep her Kiddushin. If she was given a Kesef Kiddushin, she could be given a uh, Kesef Kiddushin that would count. In other words, if her father is alive, then her father's marrying off. But if her father died, then her mother and brothers, once she's reached that stage, are allowed to marry her off. In as much as it would be a good, con- considered a good marriage, and she wouldn't just be able to walk out, but she would have to do the official Miun ceremony. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. And that would get her released from that relationship. Comma number two, Hapeutais, we had this about a week ago, the uh, young ones, which we had said there, Rashi brings here, Kibar Shis, Kibar uh, Tomni, about six, seven, or eight years old, Mekhan Mekach, if they purchase something, their purchase is a good purchase, Umemkar and Memkar, if they sell something, Bemetaltalin, so movables, you got to do these things, otherwise people would take horrible advantage, some people would take horrible advantage of these uh, young children, and therefore uh, the acquisitions that they make, the sales they make are considered good. I squiggle underline, you connect them to Katana, Katana, who's about six, seven, or eight years old, she is able to mitzgareshet the aviha. If her father had married her often, she's married, so um, basically it's a Doraisa marriage, she would be able, once she's reached that stage of development, to uh, rec- uh, receive a get. Um, okay, and the way Rashi explains it is once she's reached that stage, she's considered a Mishalcha Benachizeris. If you tell uh, your 27, your uh, person's 27-year-old wife, like, get lost, here's the get. Now, get lost, she doesn't come back the next day. If you tell a little three-year-old that, they'll probably come back the next day. This is a stage of film where she's old enough that she's considered being a mishalcha v'enachizeris, and the uh, get would be valid. Stage three is that year before, for a girl it would be uh, a year she's 11 years old, for a boy it would be 12 years old, which is higir lo'inaz nedarim, where um, they understand a the significance of a neder, who the neder is made to, the responsibility to keep a neder, so even though they're not actually, um, she's not 12 yet, he's not 13 yet, nidreya neder vehekdeshan hektish. It would be a good neder, and if they made something that was theirs hektish, it would be good hektish. Ukenegdan beketana, if you have a ketana, even though she's not 12 years old, or she's only 11, and she has simonim of a gedayla, which would mean shtei Cyrus, then choyletzes, in a case where... Um, she might have to have either Yibam or Chalisa done to her. Chalisa could be done 
even at that stage. Period. One last point. Um, financial issues sometimes are a bit involved and complex and take a little bit of experience. And therefore, if you have even a 15, 16, 17-year-old whose father had left certain assets because he passed away to them, uh, their sales are invalid until they're 20. So Chazal say, Limkor um, say Aviv, for um, children, even like uh, legal adults for most things, again, teenagers above Barabbas Mitzvah, um, to sell assets of their father, it's not valid. Ad she ben esrim, have to be 20 years old. The issue is, again, we don't want them being taken advantage of. And even though the boy might be over than 13, she's older than 12, there's certainly many people who try to take advantage of the, to the inexperience of the uh, teenagers to uh, essentially rip them off. And that's why it's not considered a good sale until they reach 20. Says the Mishnah, Ketana, underline Ketana, Sha'amra. She says to a... Uh, a katana? Yeah, katana. Can she really make a shliach? Not really. Not. So therefore, if she says to a shliach, Hiskabaligiti, I want you to be a shliach like Kabbalah, ain't no get. Even if he receives the get from the husband, it's not considered to get Adshi Gia get liyada until she actually receives it. Um Lafikach, therefore, Imran Sahabalaksar, we've had this numerous times. If the husband says, All right, here you go, Mr. Shliach for my nine year old uh, wife who wants to get and then the husband changes his mind a couple minutes later, jumps about his chair, wants to chase after and take it back. He can take it back. He can take it back. Because a, a minor can't make a um, aviha. However, if the father, Endolin Aviha, says to this shaliach, uh, and the girl agrees, save his kabla so when, essentially the shliach is being appointed by somebody who can yes appoint a shliach and he's making him a shliach kabbal and she's in agreement with it in that case once the husband handed the document to the shliach he would not be able to back out period uh, from here till the end of the mission we're going to have two cases I'll call one the reisha and one the seifa. In both these cases, uh, there's going to be, first the ratio is going to be where the husband is saying something, say it's going to be where the wife is saying something, and uh, what they're including here is a place, even though we don't often have that. So in the ratio, Ha'imer, a man who says um, to a shaliach, quote, ten get ploni. I want you to give a get to, um, um, to my wife in this particular place. It's called the corner of First and Main. Okay? He gives it to her in some other place. Puzzle. I dot underline the word puzzle. That would be no good, invalid. Okay. Husband said a specific place. It's got to be a specific place. If he says, though, the husband, quote, Here, can you deliver this get to my wife? Like she could be found at first in Maine. And the shliach runs into her somewhere else and gives it to her there. It would be kosher. I don't underline kosher. And obviously the difference is, in the first Lushan, he's specifying it, and whatever the husband specifies in uh, giving a get to his wife has to be kept to. Whereas in the second, we'll see it's a mare makam She works over there. You know, she sells uh, newspapers on that corner, so you could probably find her there, but not that he's particular that it be in that place. Kama seifa, I call this the seifa, Here's where the woman is appointing a shliach, and she says similar things. So Haisha Shamra, a woman who says, but by the way, a woman doesn't really have much say in the get like a man does. 
she can sort of be divorced against will. So if she says to a shaliach, uh, by the but she would have the ability that her shlichus would only be considered a shlichus if the shaliach does what she says. So she says, quote, his kabbali complaining, I would like you to receive my get, and she has this particular place. It's called in the corner of Painted Post and Scotts Hill Drive. And uh, this shaliach like accepts it somewhere else, it would actually be puzzle. I dot underline puzzle and put an arrow in the margin pointing down. Seems like uh, it's not so much in the get, but it's that her specific instructions to the shliach were to do A, and the shliach didn't do that. Here, Rebbe Lazar pipes in and disagrees. I boxed Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar machshir. Rebbe Lazar in this case says, uh, oh, oh no, that, that would be good. Even though the shliach received the get somewhere other than where the woman had asked him to. However, comma, if the Lashon that's used is just uh, more general, can you please uh, bring me my get from you know, this particular place? And the Shliach receives it from somewhere else and brings it to her, it would be kosher, I dot underline the word kosher. Is it ambiguous? It was not saying that she had a particular request that it be re, uh, received there. It was more like that's probably where you would find it. If you find it somewhere else, that's also okay. Uh, by the way, in both the Reisha and the Seifa, the first Lashen, if the Shliach does something else, it's possible. The second Lashen, in both cases, where it's the man who's making the Shliach, the woman, it's, it's kosher. Because the first one, he says, she's usually over there, or she'll, he'll find her there, and he doesn't find her there, find her somewhere else. It's the same thing here. She says, go get it from... That particular place. From the place of X marks the spot, but she, it's not there. He goes to get it from somewhere else. Right. Rebbe Elazar, though, did he pipe up in the Reisha? Only in the Seifa. Only in the Seifa. Why? So the Gemara now asks, the Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar, who seems to be not so uh, concerned with the, the specificity of the one who sent the Shaliyah, Maishna Reisha de Lopolik, why in the Reisha he didn't come to argue, Umaishna Seifa de Polik. Clearly the indication is that he wouldn't disagree in the Reisha, only in the Seifa. And the difference is maybe obvious. It depends who's making the Shaliyah. Ihu, where it's the man, the husband, Demidaate Megarish, that he's the one who has to like totally be in agreement to the divorce. Therefore, Kapid, whatever he's asking the Shaliyah to do, that's his particularness, and it has to be done that way. However, Ihi, the woman, Debalkarcha Mitgaresh, she doesn't have much say in it. She can be forced, a divorce can be forced on her. Therefore, true, she might be telling the uh, Shaliyah, I only wanted in this particular place but the way Rebbe Lazar looks at that is well that's not really her choice and therefore it's more like Mare Malkaim He Loi she was simply giving convenient directions to where you can most likely find my husband who will uh, give you the get okay says the Mishra we're going to have three uh, Lashainas here we've dealt with all three of these we'll call them A, B and C one each one under the other underlined Haveli Giti, and then a line later, underline Hiskabeli Giti, and one line below that, underline Hiskabeli Giti Bemakoimploini. So let's go over these three in the Mishnah. Uh, case A, Haveli Giti, woman says to a Shliach, Hava, and that's not a lesson of Hiskabel, that's more like a lesson, you'll have the get handed over to you by my husband, and, and you'll be like a Shliach Lailach on behalf of my husband. Let's say her name was um, Mrs. Smith 
But now that she's married, she's Mrs. Cohen. She's had the advantage of being able to eat truma all those years. Uh, when she becomes the ex-Mrs. Cohen, she cannot eat truma anymore. When do we consider? Now, obviously, if the husband gives the get directly to her, when did she no longer eat truma? As soon as she receives it. What happens if she sends a shaliach? At what stage do we say that she can no longer eat truma? Which is basically, we're going to say it's the same stage that she's probably divorced at, that, that moment. So if she said, Havili giti, the shliach leaves. She can keep eating truma. Until the shliach comes back, I don't know, a few days or a few weeks later, and hands her the get. When she hands her the get, then no more uh, truma muffins. Kama, hiskabali giti, B. Let's say the way that she appointed the shliach is as a shliach le kabbalah. In other words, this shliach is sort of just like an extension of her. It's like she's got a 47 mile hand that travels up. And as soon as it's put into the shliach's hand, it's like it's being given to her. Then, basically, as soon as the shliach walks out the door. Now, why as soon as he walks out the door? Because you never know. Maybe it just so happens the husband is there and she's got to be concerned immediately that it could be the shliach received the get, which would make her no longer able to eat truma. How about this, though? Let's say she lives in Kansas City, and she says to the shaliach, I'd like you to receive the get for me in Los Angeles. Now, even if you fly, it takes a while to get from Kansas City to Los Angeles. Well, she's a Mrs. Cohen. When does she stop, have to stop eating truma? Um, she would be allowed to eat truma, um, until uh, there's another lashon in the Mishnah. Bottom line: until the get is in that place in Los Angeles, uh, she can continue eating truma. Whereas Rabbi Elazar, who we box again, might be Rabbi Eliezer here, might be Rabbi Elazar. Elazar oiser miyad. He says no. Immediately, as soon as that shaliach um, leaves, uh, she would be aser. Again, the same Rabbi Elazar who the previous Mishnah had machshir uh, to get because she can't really decide where she wants to receive it. So to that rebel Ezra here, very nice that she wants X, Y, or Z. That in Los Angeles, Kansas City, but as soon as the shliach would receive the get, um, it's a good get. Okay, what would you say? As soon as the shliach would receive the get, it's a good get? That's right, says the Gemara, regarding that case C that we just did, the last case, Vegita Miha Have, that it would be a good get. Now, didn't she say, I want you to receive the get from me in Los Angeles? And he received the get, I don't know, in Albuquerque or in uh, um, Phoenix. So it is a good get. The problem is Vaha Amris Reisha, and here I put the corresponding arrow. Didn't we have, not Rebel Ezra, but the Tanakama saying in the Reisha, where she had requested that the get received in a particular place, and he received it somewhere else? We actually dot underlined a word there. What do we say? Puzzle, it would be an invalid get. So the same Rebbe Lazar, whatever he had said to the Tanakama, the Tanakama had said puzzle before, she said a specific place, and here she said a specific place, and sound, seemingly it is a good get. So which way is it? Well, lo, Sricha, what's going on over here is de Amra Le. She, the wife, said to the Shaliach, quote, Hiskabeli Gita Bemata Mechasya, I'd like you to receive the get in that particular city. And sometimes you can't find him in the city of Matamachasi, you can find him in the city of Bavel. Okay. And essentially, what's she doing? Why did she say, Why is she adding, and sometimes you can find in Bavel? 
clearly she doesn't care where he gets, where he receives the get. I just want you to receive it wherever it might be. By the way, he's usually fine in Matzah Mechasya, 98% of the time, that's like a helpful hint, but wherever you get it. So what she's essentially saying, this is what she's essentially saying to the Shaliach. Take it, wherever you find my husband, take it from him. However, why is she mentioning the other place? Why don't you just say, receive my get wherever you find. The reason she's mentioning the other place is Gita Loihavi. It's not going to be a good get until the get actually like physically arrives into Matamechasya. Maybe she wants the paparazzi to be taking the picture, so it'll be on the front cover of, you know, uh, Women's Liberation Weekly, whatever it is. But that was her request, and that's essentially what she's saying. That's why if the ship receives the get anywhere, it's totally fine. When's it going to be an effective get once it is brought to Matamechasya? Rebel Lazar said, Oyser Miyad. Okay, Rebbe Lazar said the she's saying to the shaliach, um, "I want you to get it in this place or that place." And Rebbe Lazar says, "No, like as soon as the shaliach walks out the door, theoretically he could have the he could bump into the husband, and uh, it would be a good get." And uh, Rebbe Lazar is miyad. So the Gemara notes pshita connector to hamara makim he loy. Like of course, according to Rebbe Lazar, she's just giving him where probably it could be found, but you never know. Well, actually, it's not so pasha. Low, comma, rather, Sricha. Let's say she says like this. She lives in, wherever she lives. And she knows that her husband lives north of the city. And she wants to have him, uh, this Shaliach, receive the get. And she says, like, go north. Da'amrale zil, or let's use here the depth of the, zil le Mizrach de Isay be Mizrach. You know what, Mr. Shaliach, go out towards the east because uh, that's where you'll find my husband. He lives, like, you know, east of here. And the Shaliach, uh, what does he do? Vikasalamarov, he heads due west. Hmm, Maudetemia might have thought to say, well, Bimarav Halese. Like, the woman just told us that he's not found in the west, he's found in the east. And, and therefore, like, it's really hard to say that as soon as the Shaliach walked out the door and went west, that he bumped into the husband. Kamash Malan, note what the Mish is telling us, comma connector, Dilma Bahadi de Kazil. Make his guy is like you never know, right? He lives in the east, but he happened to be uh, going on a day trip to the west. and he gives him the get. Bottom line, even if the woman tells us, yeah, usually he lives this direction, and the shit goes the other direction. You never know. Maybe the shuliach uh, bumped into him in the other direction. Period. This is not a case of get. This is a case of uh, making an eruv eruv tchumen. Uh, you can travel normally on Shabbos outside of your city boundaries, 2,000 amas in all directions. Let's say that your Rebbe is visiting in a city that's, let's say, about 3,500 amas away from the city boundary in some particular direction. You're stuck. You can't go see him on Shabbos. But if you make an Eruv in that direction, that Eruv makes that your Malcolm Shvisa, giving you 2,000 amas each direction, bottom line, it gives you the ability to travel further in a particular direction. You normally would go, you would take like some, uh, I don't know, zip block bag of food and you put the food down, or maybe you put a little shelf on the tree so the ants don't walk away with it, and that's your makom shvisa, or where you yourself are. But let's say you yourself don't want to be there. So you could send a shaliach with some food, and he places it there, and that makes your eruv. So says the Gemara, Kesa, I'm really shlucha, you have a person, and it's like Friday afternoon, and he says to shaliach, Arev li 
listen, I got some dates. Can you take those dates and go to, I don't know, the east, uh, 2,000 Amas, and, and put them down over there and make my ear over there? And the Shaliach does that, ear of Leib Gregorais, but he uses figs. Or the request was to do a Begregorais, the ear of Leib Tzmarim, and he uses dates. Okay, is it going to be a good Erev or not? Well, two Brises. Tani Chad, I underline, the first little Brise, two words, says, Eruv Erev, it is a good Erev. The Tani Idach, underline those two words, the second little Brise says, Ain't Eruv Erev. Okay, so which way is it? I don't know. Either it is a good Erev or it's not. So do we have a difficulty? We do. Does this guy have an Erev? I don't know. Amar Rabba, I circled Rabba, and two lines later at the end of the line, I circled Rav Yosef. We'll have two approaches to this. Rabba says... Loikasha. True, the two prices say the opposite. One says it is a good Erev. One says it's not. They are two different Tanaic opinions. Harabanan, Harabalazar. Colon. The second price that said that it's not a good Erev is the Rabbanan de Amri Kapeta. That's the Rabbanan who said that when he said dates, he meant dates, not figs. And therefore, the figs are not going to work as the food stuff for the Eruv. Whereas Ha, the number one little Bryce that said it would be a good Eruv, that's Rabbi Lazar to Amar. What's Rabbi Lazar saying? More like an indication of Mara Makim Hi Loi. Right? It's a, what difference does it make if it's $4 worth of dates or $4 worth of figs? He told them take the dates. Because the dates were on the, you know, the, the counter. The figs, you have to go into the cabinets to take them. Basically, as long as they're the same value, it would be totally fine. He was simply giving him the indication of literally like where it is or how to go about doing it, but he doesn't care if it's done another way. That's Rebbe Lazar. Rav Yosef has a different approach to these two prices. Rav Yosef, who we circled, Amar, Hava HaRabanan. No, don't make one of them be Ashitas Yachid. Both of them are going according to the mainstream Rabanan opinion. It depends whose foodstuffs are being used. So if I say, um, listen, I use some figs, and the guy uses dates, and they were my figs and my dates, I really don't care. But if I tell you, listen, your Rachmiel has got some dates on his uh, kitchen counter, use those, and the guy goes into your house and takes figs, well, that's a little bit different. Khan, the number one brisa, where um, we had said that it is a good Eruv, is Bishaloi, it's my stuff. So I really don't care figs or dates. Whereas Khan, the number two brisa, it's also the Rabbanan. Uh, uh, why would it not be a good Erev? If I told the Shliach to use dates and he used figs, Bishel Chavera, it's somebody else's, and I can't, like, you know, be giving out your other things. You told me, sure, Horowitz, you can use my dates whenever you want to to make your Erev. If you use the figs, it won't work. Amarle Abaye. Andalena Abaye. Abaye says, I don't know if it's an Amarle or Amar, to say Amar Lehu? Amalei. So I guess he would be speaking to Rav Yosef. To Rav Yosef? Okay, because both Rabba and Rav Yosef were his rebbies. And there's a machlokas, so it, it... Okay. So, Abaye says, what are you going to do with the following? Velaha desanya, this two-line brisa. Ha'imr l'shluchai. Man says to a shaliach, uh, again, as far as making the error, he says, Arev be migdal. Right, I guess the... Then in 2000 Amas, there's some little... Tower there, cupboard. Something you put in a, you know, open the door, put it in, close the door. Um, this shaliach though goes ve'arev loy b'shoyvach. Chicken coop. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, make sure it's wrapped up well in that ziploc bag, <laughs> or the chickens are going to get to it. But maybe it means like on top of the shovach. Either way, um, so it says the shaliach migdal, and he went in the shovach, or he says specifically b'shoyvach ve'arev loy b'migdal. Is it a good erev or not? 
By the way, we're not talking about what item to use here. We're simply talking about where to put it. Does Tanya Chada, underline Tanya Chada, one Brisa says two words, Eruv Eruv, but Tanya Idach, underline the Tanya Idach, there's another Brisa that says, Erin Eruv Eruv. Now, seemingly it's the same Machlokas, whether it would be a good Eruv or not a good Eruv. But the way we're explaining the previous case, at least according to Rav Yosef, which is probably why it's a Masaf on Rav Yosef, is it's the other guy's stuff. But if it's not the other guy's stuff you're using, it's just, are you putting it in the chicken coop? Are you putting it in the cupboard? Uh, what difference does that make? That shouldn't make any difference. Hasam over there, my shalom versus shalchavera yika. Uh, again, understandably, you use your Rachmiel's dates and he goes and takes your figs, that might be a problem. But if, go put it, like, at the end in the shovach or put it in the migdal, that should not make any difference. Well, true, and here's why it does make a difference, because when the shalich was told, b'migdal, you have to understand it differently. Arav migdal doesn't mean place the Erev food for me in a migdal, or place the Erev food in a shavach. Arav make an Erev for me, comma, and you'll be able to find the food that you need to go take to the end of the 2,000 amas in a migdal. Or, Arav make an Erev for me, and you'll be able to find the food in the shavach. Hasam nami ika Piri de Migdal, there's some produce in the Migdal or produce in the Shovach. Now, Yerachim might have said to me, uh, listen, Horowitz, you're a good buddy of mine. I don't mind if you use the extra pears that I have in the Migdal to make an Erev. But this guy went and then took the pears he had in the Shovach, and that there could be a Kapeta. Says the Mishnah Ha'aymer, Kisfu get Utenula Ishti. This is going to be more the Lashinus that can be used. Now, really, technically, the word get just means document. Um, Mr. Shliach, have a document written and given to my wife. I think in English it won't even work. But if I'm saying get, it's, it's understood enough in the vernacular that get means get isha, and therefore, if the shliach said, kisu e gedutunlishti, or gershuha, which literally just means like send her away. You know, well, send her away on a two-week-old paid vacation cruise to Alaska. Maybe that's what it means. No, gershu, we understand, means gerushin, like a divorce, or kisu igeris utsunula. Write out a letter and give it to her. And she says, I thought you meant like a, a love letter. I thought you meant a, a letter of a shopping list. No, all three of those are shown as get, gershua, and igeris, because it actually is called a igerish fukin. Um, you know what the shriach does? They write out a divorce document and give it to her. Those lashonis are understood to be divorce document. Uh, comma. However, here's some other lashonis that also might assume that those are Lashonas of divorce, but no. If he says um, patruha, like uh, release her, what does that mean? Like release her with a divorce document or uh, like let her go from uh, the supermarket shopping responsibilities or (coughs) pirnesuha, like support her or provide for her. Is that provide for her because she's going to be divorced or is that provide for her, I don't know, buy her a new dress? Let's say he says to the Shlech, Asula ke nimus. Do according to the law or the custom. What's he saying? Like the custom of just like divorce her and write out again and have that done? Or for something else? Or Asula kiraui. Give her what's fitting for her. What does he mean? And therefore, in all these cases, loyamar klum. That which the husband had requested the Shlech is a big nothing. Because we don't know, it's not clear what he means. Tanurabanan. More brings a two and a half line brisa um, with some more uh, lashinus. If he says 
Shilhuha, Shavkuha, Tarhuha. Uh, any of those lashons. Shilchuha is like the Pasuk itself refers to a divorced woman as Vishalchami Beisai. So he's using like the biblical uh, term. Or Shavkuha, like leave her. It's actually called an Igerishvukin in the get itself. Um, or Tarhuha, Rash has a lashon, Truchin, Gerushin. It's another synonym of Sender. What does it say? Gerushin. Gerushin. Sender away, banish her. Off with her. All those, says the Bryce, are elu yichtivu v'yitnu. will have it written up and give them. Kama. The following um, list, though, of either, I'll read them, Patruha, Parnasuha, Asula Kanimus, Asula Karui, some of them we've seen already, some of them not. If he says uh, Patruha, like uh, let her go, or uh, Parnasuha, um, support her, um, like support her because she's going to be divorced, or support her, I don't know, bring her a fruit basket. Asla uh, Kanimus, do like what the law would say, Asla Karui, what should In those Lashinus, Loy Amar That's the end of the Brysa. Interesting, we brought the first Brysa because that Lashon of Patruha is not going to be a good Lashon. Tanya, we have another Brysa authored by Reb Nossin. I boxed Reb Nossin's name. Brysa goes for about a line and a half. And uh, Reb Nossin seems to be, you know how you had that uh, Diktuk teacher? I don't know, Diktuk teacher in. Ishatora or Dictor teacher in third grade, or the, you know, the one who was very particular, and nobody actually spoke that way. Or probably when you went to the lectures, there were probably some very, they speaking perfect Hebrew, but there's like the, the regular way of speaking. Some people are particular, some people not. So Reb Nossin seems to say that, well, you could either lose the Lashon of Patrua or Pitruha. And Reb Nossin says, if the um, husband had said to the Shliach, Patruha, Dvarav Kayamin. Then it works, and he could write out again and have it delivered to the wife. Pitruha loy amar klum. If he uses the lashon of pitruha, then it's uh, basically uh, insignificant. Uh, Rashi explains over here that patrua is almost like a command, a atzivui, and and therefore he's trying to um, get rid of his wife. Pitrua, it could be more from the lesson of like Potter or Kova. I don't know, like, you know, pay off her car loan or something like that. Now, did we see any distinction made uh, in the previous Brysa? We didn't, but we did see Reb make a distinction. So Amar Rava, Reb was one of those, um, you can either say very... Yeah, he was a Babylonian, and in but it's interesting. It's like the Israelis; they just speak Hebrew like they don't hear. But the the those are very meduyak in the lasha and the Americans that come and they have to speak properly. It depends. So says Rava. Reb Nason de Bavlahu. He was from Bavel. Now, Bavel also has a thing that they speak Ivrit here, but they speak Ivris, or they speak actually in those days it was Aramis, another language. So the word Pitrua could mean one thing in Lashon Hakodesh or Ivrit. It could mean another thing in Aramit, which it does. So Abnasid above Lahu Vediek, he he is particular in the distinction between Pitrua Le Patruha. That's why he makes the distinction. And if the husband tells the shliach to do it, why it would be a, a different result. Whereas Tana Didan, the author of our Mishnah. He didn't grow up in Bavel, right? He's from Eretz Yisrael, and he's going to use the Lashon of Eretz Yisrael. De bar Eretz Yisrael, who he's Israeli born and bred, comma, lo diek, makes no distinction between the two. Period. Ibayalahu. 
Okay, here's a whole slew of Lashayness. As long as we're talking about Lashayness, how about this? How about if the husband tells the Shaliyah, Get her out of here. What does it mean? Like, get her out of here, the boys are coming to play poker, and I don't want her here? Or get her out of here, like, divorce her. How about this? Azvuha. Leave her. Is that leave her aside and, like, she'll be divorced or leave her on the corner, you know, with the Macy Shopping Center and let her go shopping there? Or Hatiruha. Be matir her. Is it like she's now mutter to every other man? In other words, like, have her been divorced? Or does it mean something else? Or, like, be matir her nidarim? Or... You know, that belt looks quite tight on her. Ask her to undo the belt a little bit because it's just like, it's unsightly. Or, Hanichuha, leave her, Mahu. Or, Ho'ilula, do something beneficial for her. Like, open up an IRA account for her or give her a divorce. We don't know. Or, Asula Kadas, do like what the law would say or do like what should be coming to her. Okay, a, a lot of different questions, no answers, except for maybe one of them. Pashut Miha, we can at least conclude one of those Lashinas as to what it would be. Desanya, we have the following Brisa, which goes to the Mishnah, which will conclude today's shear. If he says, uh, husband to a shaliach, asula kedas, do like what the law would say for her, um, or asula kenimus, or asula kira'ui, loi amar klum, he's not said anything effective, and uh, it, it, it would, he, the shaliach would not be able to write out again and give it to the woman. Okay, Adkan. Yeah.